Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope you're well, hope your week's going good. And yeah, new day. And a lovely new voice note to go with it. Unbelievable. But today, so I was in the car yesterday with Ryan, right? And we went to the track to do some running and sprints. And before that, Ryan had come to me and we had a chat. And he was talking about how, because he's moved into his mother, uh, Louise's mother's house, because they're decorating their own house, or renovating it. Um, he lost his rhythm with work, because he's not in his own place, I get it. Not in your own place, you lose your rhythm, you try and get back into it, it's definitely a valid problem. I was like, look, read this book. Read this book here, War of Art. Read that, because if you're struggling with the resistance, read it. And he's been reading, and we were in the car, and I was like, how's it going? He goes, yeah, really good. Um, I see some, a lot of it in you, this book. It's like, oh, really, I don't really remember all, everything it says, but I do know it struck a massive chord in me. And that's the thing with books. You don't have to remember everything from the books, but those one or two key moments, they do stick with you. Anyway, so I was like, oh, yeah, so the book is about, like, internal resistance. So when we do something, um, like changing our lifestyle, doing a fitness plan, a business idea, we feel this resistance inside us, kind of stopping us doing it, Right. And when we get closer to the goal, the resistance actually gets harder. So think of a fitness plan, diet plan, right? When you start losing weight and you start building momentum and it's going for three, four, five weeks, it's all good. Then it gets to like week six and seven. You're like, oh, I'm not too far away from my goal right now. And what you tend to do then is you tend to put your foot off the pedal. But that, what's happening there is, is in the resistance is mounting a counterattack. And the counterattack is the most dangerous form of attack because you're nearly there. You're there, you're doing this transformation, you're, you're, you're getting into the body you want, you're getting into the habits you want, but then you start getting comfortable with it, and you start reverting back to old habits, and then the counter-attack comes on full force, and kicks you, kicks you in the ass. You drop off, we, one week goes, two weeks goes, three weeks go, and before you know it, you're back to square one. Just because you didn't foresee the counter-attack that's inevitable the closer you get to a goal. This is true for literally everything in your life, like not just weight loss, but like in work, closer to a deadline, when you're nearly finishing something, you're like, oh, I've got time, I can slack off. That's your resistance telling you, look, that's, uh, it's time it's time, it's, it's time to stop, and you're like, okay. But Ryan raised a good point, so he'd been reading it, he said, what resonated with him was, and I think it's a great point as well, was he said that they looked at actors and stuff, and they looked at the actors like, what makes you pick a script? Like when you read a script, what makes you go for that film? What they found was when actors read a script, the script that scares them the most, that gives them the most resistance is the script they you, they go for, right? The reason is typically the things that are t like are giving us resistance that we're like, oh, that's going to be tough. Though that's where that gives us direction. That's where we should go. So when you look at this fitness plan, you're like, Oh, macros and training, i got to do this and that. I'm feeling, um, feeling that kind of resistance against it. That's where you need to go. 
that's telling you that's the direction you should go and when you use resistance in a way to direct your path it's actually a really good way to live because if you think about it those actors that go for the scripts that give them most resistance are the ones that end up doing going out to their comfort zone and developing more as an actor as a person and taking those roles that scared them and he talks about as well in the book about you know people that go on stage and perform even and before the stage they're still feeling sick they're still feeling uh, anxious right so even people that have been in the game 30 40 50 years who've done thousands of shows they still get that resistance coming in in the last minute going yeah you you sure you want to go out and do that and it, it, it does hit you so whatever you do you're gonna feel any change is gonna feel kind of like you know tough resistance is gonna come at you so it's just something to keep in mind as you go through this journey that there'll be times when you You've had a great week, right? This is this is kind of what happens on the weekends. You have a great week. Like, I'm bang on my macros this week, but I know when it comes to Friday and Saturday, I'll go, do you know what? I've had a really good week, so I deserve to have extra. You know what? I deserve to have a takeaway. Oh, but life is to live, so I should just have two deliveroos, right? But I need to live my life. That's what people tell me, so I should be drinking loads. And it's like, we, we the resistance makes up things for us to go down. And then it just, just puts us back the Monday. We're like, oh my God, all I had to do was kind of weather the storm. When it comes to weekends, it's about survival of that counter-attack. Because it's big. The FOMO hits big. The Deliveroo, is, Deliveroo rabbits knocking on your door. Or is it a rabbit? I don't know. Um, is it a kangaroo? I think it's a kangaroo in it. Um, all these things come. So instead of being like, mm, I'll I'll be I'll be sticking her out on a weekend, we need to basically say the reality is the weekend's coming and I'm gonna have all these desires and feelings. So what do I have what tools can I use on the weekends to with withstand it? The first thing, right, is when it comes to eating out on the weekend and stuff, and a lot of people talk about like cheat sheets and stuff, eating out. When you're eating out, this is what you do. If you can't, if it doesn't show the macros, this is what you do. If you have a starter, just assume it's about 400 calories. If you have a main course, just assume it's at least 1,000. I would even push to say at least 1,300 calories. And if you have a dessert, at least 400 calories. If you just stick to those things, because most foods are going to be high in calories. I use this example a lot because it did blow my mind. A Nando's butterfly chicken or half chicken, sorry, with two regular sides of chips, so a large chips, is 1,250 calories, right? Without a drink, anything. That is mad, right? Large McDonald's fries is something like 440 calories. A Sunday roast is a, a roughly about 1,000 calories, right? So if you're going for these, like, curries and stuff like that, and you look at Indian food, which is massive, high in fat, like really high in fat. You're talking nearly 2,000 calories. Domino's large pizza, 2,000 calories. So don't not believe those stats, right? The chances are your eating out will be the most of your allowance in one go. And now you might be thinking, oh, there's two ways you can think about it. You can think, well, that's not realistic. Or you can think, well, of course that makes sense. Because obviously I've been thinking it's just a meal and eating it and I've actually been putting weight on. So now it makes sense, guys. What do you think? Oh, well, I had, when I, I had food in the evening, but I had lunch as well. And that could be 3,000 calories. Because in restaurants and stuff where flavor and 
experience of is the pinnacle. They don't care about the calories and macros. That's important. So that's what you do in the weekends if you can't track the macros. Um, alcohol as well, like I sh did a video in the group is, there's an alcohol calculator. So, you know, you know what calories are in. You can look online what calories are in, like white wine, red wine, sparkling wine, uh, beers, ciders, and stuff like that. So that's quite easy to track. But really, if you just stick to the same type of drink, you would find it easier than drinking five different types of drinks and trying to remember, All right? So it's coming to the weekend. That's really what you need to do. What I would suggest as well is a good way to stay on track weekend is to do exercise in the morning or like plan a walk in on the weekends in the mornings. So like on a Saturday morning, go for like an hour walk. Friends, just go for a walk or a cycle, whatever it is, do a workout, do yoga. Sunday the same, try and do like a yoga in the morning or a walk. Um, you know, we do boxing fitness class with Turtle Membership Sunday morning. So try and do something of activity and get your steps in because at least then you're doing that and feeling better. And if you really, really wanted to stay on track on the weekends and you're going to go drinking, is to make sure that you have your hangover food ready on the Sunday morning. So, for example, if you're going out on a Saturday, it's not really the drinks that are going to cause a problem. It's the kebab you're having in the night and it's the, the leftover food the next morning. So have food ready in the fridge, lots of water, lots of fruits, you know, get meal prep for the next day so you have three meals ready. So when you're hungry, have the meal prep first. If you're still hungry, have like 10 calorie jellies which will satisfy sweet tooth maybe and then just have all those foods first and then if you're still hungry then i don't know what to say but you shouldn't be you should they should <laughs> should cover the craving and the hunger levels um and that's really the best strategy one that works for me is i ask myself scott are you really being moderate right now are you and i ask myself that all the time like if i'm having a delivery like i got a big problem with ordering too much food like i can eat a lot of food like i go out I food my friends and they know me for eating loads like you know I can swallow a pizza in like five minutes less like 20 inch pizza from uh, Neil's yard what is it what's the name of it home slice I remember eating a 20 inch pizza in record speed and the table next were like did you just swallow that pizza yes I did I did swallow that pizza so I've got a problem where I over, I think I'll, I'll eat more because I want to eat more now I gotta just be like Scott are you being moderate you have to have right I did it the other day, and I'm not trying to say that you have to be 100% doing these behaviours. What the most important thing is, is that you're a 51%, 49%. When you win an election, like it says in Atomic Habits, when you win an election, it's 51% needed, right? In Well, if a referendum, 51% or 52%. It's the same with your lifestyle stuff. If you can start winning, getting on that side making these decisions and behaviors on the good side, 52, 55%, you can work up to being seven or 10 times. You say to yourself, am I being moderate right now? Then you decide to not order the extra large chips, Scott. You don't need extra large chips with a Sunday roast and you don't need extra roast potatoes either. That's what I did, right? <laughs> you don't need to do that. It's not living moderately. And, you know, you just got to do this yourself. What would a healthy person do? What would Zara do? What would Louise do? I don't know. Pick someone out. I have that as a question. Because if you can interrupt that moment with a question to give yourself time to think about it, you can actually stop, which, you know, the automatic, basically chimp mind just saying yes, yes, yes to everything, right? If you just go on impulse all the time, um, that could cause problems. It's the same with, like, intuitive eating, which is the thing people are trying to claim that's going to work now. 
well, we we kind of intuitively eat anyway since we've since we've been growing up as adults, and you know, for most people, it equals weight, overweight weight gain because most foods, unfortunately, are processed, and you know, you could maybe intuitively eat, you know, your grandmother's veggies and you know all these high quality, high density, high density like vitamin and mineral minerals, unprocessed foods, but that's not the world we live in, right? So. We, we can't really intuitive, intuitively eat. We gotta be asking ourselves, like, is this moderate? Am I being a healthy person right now? Um, and those are strategies you can take away and see if they work for you, right? That's the thing. Like, you have to find what works for you because everybody's kind of different with what resonates with them. Um, that, you know, <laughs> what doesn't work is, you know, a lot of people say, well, I tell my friends to tell me to stop eating whatever. Like, that really, that, that rarely works. Um, what other strategies don't work? God, there's so many strategies that we've gone through and there's studies on them. I'll send a link to the studies of, like, strategies of eating out and how does it remain balanced. Um, but really, it's a journey. You're not going to be perfect. So don't even think you're going to be perfect because you're not going to be, right? Um, you're never going to get perfection in this game. Uh, we win some, we lose some, but we try and win more than we lose. And that is the game we're in. So guys, enjoy your Thursday. Hopefully this voice note helped with your weekend coming up, lowered some stress levels. Uh, a few things, watch the video Ryan posted in the group yesterday, Ryan Williams, about mental health. Uh, really good. Um, two, our new macros app is Lumen, so I'll let you know more details when we do launch. So no more spreadsheets. I know, game changer. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a good good day. Remember the one day at a time philosophy is the one that should be ruling your life now. Make sure you remain focused on today only. What is happening today? Do a to-do list. What's your urgent thing to do? What's your one big thing? Get that done. You know, get, go for a walk. Make sure you put health first. And a good quote that I'll leave you with that resonated with me. I was 20 years old driving my little mini on the way to work in Bristol I was working as a, doing an SEO for a games room company and I was listening to Jim Rohn audio tape and he says work harder on yourself than you do on your job right work harder on yourself than you do on your job and that includes your health so put your health first not your job right we can we always do that we'll put the job first all the time work work first Health first, always, because if you can re remain healthier, you're going to be a better person in your work, better person, better friend, better partner, better family member, and a better person for society in general. So remember that, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host, Scofflia. Hopefully you understood something I said. I hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind and I want you to now action it today I don't want you to think about tomorrow I don't want you to think about yesterday I don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast I don't want you to think about going to another website what I want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends you will take action and make the most of today ground yourself today follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change